welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my lovely co-host, Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? It's going well. You awake? <laughs> no, <laughs> not yeah. really. Yeah, same here. I had to get up early to go to a training this morning. And I had to get up early and get the kids all ready and load the car and take them to hockey and <laughs> chatting with parents around the rink from six feet apart. Mm-hmm. In our masks, so we're almost like screaming at each other. And now you have a new Bane mask. Oh, yes, the uh, the Under Armour one. We'll talk about that in a minute. But speaking with the other parents, because for the various school districts have been handling back to school differently. And I think for all of them now are back to school full time for some of the public schools and the various approaches they took. Mm-hmm. This was the first full week of school. That's exciting. But the kids are tired. <laughs> the parents are tired. The parents are all out of whack because here we are. We're in mid-September and we're just, we're not in a routine yet. Right. It's a hot mess. I like, And I had cross country and our kids are trying to get used to that. And fall hockey started and, boy, what a week. <laughs> but we'll get into more of that stuff too. We have plenty of time. But what are you drinking at the moment? Water. Where are you drinking? <laughs> High quality H2O. <laughs> and by high quality, I mean it came out of the tap. Of the refrigerator. refrigerator. Yeah. Not but, even out of the tap. It's fridge water. You know, at this point in the week, at the end of the week, it's time for something a little bit more. And we're going to do that later tonight. <laughs> but uh, cheers with our, our waters our water. to start with. So you were at a training this morning for Mm -hmm. work. How's work going? Work is fantastic. I love my job. Awesome. I love the people I work with, which is like half the battle right there, right? Yeah. My colleagues are awesome. I want to keep them forever and stick them in my pocket and carry them around with me forever. And in terms of clients, it's still... My clients are magical. It's your dream population. It absolutely is. Total dream job, dream clients, dream coworkers. Dreamy, dreamy all over the place. I'm not being sarcastic at all. I'm completely dead serious. Total dream job. Yes. How's cross country going? Cross country is going well. It's a a little frustrating and it's a little, um, a lot of the prep work I do at the beginning of the season, I, when the season got canceled, I slammed on the brakes. So it's been scrambling to get it restarted, to get the rosters solidified. We, I think I talked about in our last episode, how like the first day back was a meet. We had our first conference meet this week. And did really, really well. Both my boys and my girls ended up in second place. The girls were in second place by one point. That's awesome. If one of my girls had passed one of the other kids, we would have picked up an extra point. We would have won. But still, it adds to the conference standings for the season. So it's very exciting, especially since for the girls, three of them aren't. I mean, they're running cross country, but they're volleyball players that are essentially on loan to us because volleyball can't uh, compete under the school rules. Um, There is volleyball in Michigan right now, but the school's not going to participate. They're just going to practice only on these three young ladies. It's a combination of, A, I just want to compete and go against other kids and just have that competitive drive, which is awesome. But the other part is we just want to help out uh, the team because uh, my school is so small that I could bring up eighth graders, and I've got eighth graders that I've been developing since sixth graders who are ready for 5Ks. Under the school's uh, provisions, they're not allowed to compete this year at all against other That's schools. A so I can't bring them up. So these volleyball players are like, we'll help you out. That's like, awesome. Yeah, those are great kids who are like, they rock. This is not my sport. 
Um, but I'm willing to try it and help you all out and help out their friends because we have two very dedicated runners who are freshmen right now. And Mm so, uh, another freshman jumped in, uh, a junior and then a senior who actually ran for me when she was way back in middle school, came back and she's wrapping up her high school career running for me now and is running really well. That's awesome. So I'm very excited. And the nice thing is with three runners like that, I was just looking at where we're, um, uh, we're ranked in a hypothetical meet for the regional. You can play with that stuff online. Mm-hmm. Like nor in a normal team, I'd look at it and go, oh, it's not looking too sharp. But I also know with these three girls who are so new to this, when you have new runners, you can make huge improvements in a short amount of time uh, and just dramatic changes and shave. We're not talking about shaving seconds off. We're talking about shaving minutes off. Woot. So we are have got a lot of upward mobility Mm-hmm. in our uh, our probability and what we can do and our potential uh so i'm really excited um cool but i'm also extremely tired because <laughs> i'm just trying to put the pieces together and you know, middle school started they, they can practice yeah. only so we're simulating a season and they're going to be broken into little teams so and you run against come each up other with extra runs just for them yes and Aww, um you're a good coach and now i'm essentially coaching three middle school teams instead of one middle school team and then i'm also need to teach my varsity how to coach these teams and so i'm coaching them in coaching and you know the nice (laughs) thing is hopefully some of these kids come out of this and they when they go to college and they get out of college they become cross-country coaches or at least they know how so it's teaching them that so it's uh fulfilling it's Mm -hmm. very rewarding it's exhausting Mm-hmm. it'll be worth it when it's all done i hope in terms of the warm fuzzies in the heart but it'll uh, totally be worth it and this week and next week and probably the week after uh it's exhausting so you're rolling with it cool and then yeah doing it all in a mask hey stuff i wear a mask nine hours a day I, it's yeah. not that bad well but i gotta be loud and yell i too am loud but you're at least inside it's true. We uh, are inside. Thank ac- goodness. That'd be a whole other nightmare I'm situation. I'm across the field um, and outdoors. And from, we need to be at least six feet apart. A lot of times we're more like six yards apart, 10 yards apart. That's good. 20 yards apart. It should keep all of the parents who are watching Yes, happy. there are plenty of those that are stalking us from the parking lot that aren't just waiting for their kids. Some that, like I've seen that don't even have kids on the team. It's like, uh-huh, okay. Why would you want to waste your time staring at a team that you don't have a kid on the team I don't for? Know. They're convinced that I guess like the whole school will the 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 bubble will burst because of the cross country team. I don't know. Sure, let's sure. ignore the other sports that are being played, but it's your team that's going to be the, the downfall of yeah. the school. <laughs> that's pretty funny. It's the runners that are going to take out those bad runners. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make the most of it. It's going to be but amazing. I've been trying out a few different masks. Uh, I've, I've had the, the, the thinner ones, uh, the gaither, gator, whatever ones that go around your neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got some triple layer cloth ones that are a lot of fun. It was great until I sucked in a lint ball. <laughs> I was joking. Ooh, that's was. gross. And then uh, the other day in the mail, I got my uh, Under Armour one. I only ordered one just to test it out before wasting time trying to uh, order the colorful ones or whatnot. Mm-hmm. but I got one and kid one got one because we also want to check out the sizing mm. pretty good. Although I did notice, um, trying to talk with it on, it starts slide. feels like it's sliding down my nose when the, we've got a lot of talking, especially at a loud level. Even with the nose pincher? Even with the nose pincher, because I have to open my mouth so wide to be loud. Oh, 
that it starts, at least it feels like it's sliding. So when I'm just wearing it, walking around, it doesn't move. It feels great. Um, Good. It's comfortable. It's definitely muffling. It's, it feels like it's got a padding in it. Yeah, it's kind of, it feels padded. It feels like padded and thicker. a little bit squishy. So it, it, in, I haven't tried it running. I did a little jogging around in it. It feels a little bit more suffocating than some of the other cloth ones I've had. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it also, because it has a shape to it, it sits off my mouth. That's nice. That is nice. Uh, at some point, we're going to do a critical review of masks. We keep putting it off. We're like, well, it won't be an issue. But then it is an issue and it isn't. <laughs> I don't know. Uh it's it's on the maybe we should do a podcast on this. I did read a study it. that said that the little gator style mm-hmm. masks are not as effective. Well, no kidding. It's one layer of thin fabric versus. I'm just the, saying that a study was published, right, showing that it's not that great. So I know uh, it's more of I was going to do less on the effectiveness of stopping germs and more. Well, obviously, like, we don't have the equipment in our house to do that. No kidding. <laughs> and more uh, a review on comfort um, levels comfort levels and of course it will not be you know a large sample size at all but like also maybe maybe we'll pull the runners or something hmm. so it's a fun idea there's a fun idea we could do it uh we'll see if it fits in we've got other things planned that we do want to get in and then of course we have tonight's topic so tonight's topic, tonight's topic is definitely one speaking of my runners this is not for them. So nope. on the odd chance that one of my runners are listening to this, and I don't think they're listening, but if they are, this is not an episode for them. This is not for you. This is, uh, go go get your parents. They can listen to this one. <laughs> they might need this episode. Uh, but this is, uh, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And that time, if you're in high school, is not now. Not for now. This. So this episode's title is going to be Taking Flight. And what we're going to do tonight is we are going to do, we're actually only going to do two flights. We're going to do tasting flights of adult beverages. Adult beverages. And we're going to talk through those. And while in between, because we don't want to just sit here and slam eight samples of something. We don't. Well, we might need You're to right, go this week. You're right, we don't. Week. That would be horrible. Um, well, we're going to have fun just doing kind of miscellaneous potpourri type questions at each other and reviewing things. So we're going to have two flights tonight. The first flight are going to be whiskeys, actually bourbons. Bourbon. And, you know, when I went through and I was picking out the bourbons for this episode, and I do love me some bourbon, mm-hmm. but uh decided, you know, what can we do to make it a little bit different, a little bit fun? So first off, I thought about doing all Michigan whiskeys. Oh, that is fun. But we do a lot of Michigan products. And so I decided to, let's not do Michigan products. So then that's where I started getting the true bourbons. Although you're starting to see more and more bourbons pop up that aren't actually from Kentucky. I figure it's like champagne. Yeah. It's not all coming from that one area in no, France. Not anymore. But I, I went and we went with bourbon, uh, and I didn't want to go with just oddball ones. I wanted ones you could find most places. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to get very approachable ones, ones that anyone could get. So every bourbon we're going to do tonight was under $40 Awesome. Uh, for a full-size bottle. And they're all widely available. In fact, these bourbons, instead of going to some of the specialty uh, liquor stores we have around here mm-hmm. or special ordering them, I actually got them at the grocery store. Uh, just a very large grocery store. Cool. And I'm like, okay, if I can get them there, I know they're available other places. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so that this will be kind of fun. So we'll do four. Uh, we'll do four bourbons straight, you know, neat, in your, in the tasting flight. Yep. Then we'll take a little bit break, and then we're gonna do uh, low carb carbonated beverages. Awesome. Uh, Those are a really big hit with my friends right now. So the I'm seltzers. Pretty excited to do that. We're gonna do a tasting flight of seltzers. And that'll be the eight drinks tonight. And I think that's plenty. Now, I think that's more than they're, enough. They're not full size pours, especially no, with they're the, really tiny. With the whiskeys, they're half ounce pours. Mm-hmm. And we'll work through those. But just so we can take our time with it, we'll go through, we'll describe them. And then between each one, we'll do a question. Awesome. As we go now, it would be kind of an extreme for your like, you get a question, I get a question between each drink. Yeah. So we'll alternate between them. Okay. Yeah. So it should be interesting conversation. So we'll go through, we'll have some questions, we'll have some drinks, we'll have some fun conversation. Uh, if this is not your cup of tea, that's fine. we got plenty of other episodes to listen to. If you're one of my runners and you're underage, definitely not your type of episode. It go listen to one of the you. other episodes, especially the Athlete Power Snacks or the falling into or Running Into Fall Sports. Those are great ones to listen to. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering, how does this fit into health and wellness? Mental health. Mental health. Sometimes you relaxation. You've got to enjoy life. Unwinding. All things in moderation. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're living the low carb lifestyle, well, having a nice whiskey or a bourbon neat is low carb. You can also have it on the rocks, and it is still low carb. Well, too. yeah, depending on long, because I don't as long love... as you're not putting sugar in with your ice. <laughs> I don't love to drink it without ice. So and then, it should be fun. Of course, the low carb seltzers are. That's why they exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I do love the uh, the meme that's out there that the Beastie Boys did not fight for your right to party for you to drink White Claw. Although White Claw is going to be one of the things we sample tonight and then with everything else. And I'm actually going to do that one blind for you. Oh, that's fun. So I want you to try to figure out which one's the Are White Claw. T- okay. <laughs> that's hysterical. You know, there's also a Truly that's going to be in there too. So that just really throws it off. But true, we'll get into that when we get there. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, before we go, we will update the Red Arrow Challenge. Yep. 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 So that's what we're playing tonight. So, Jessica. Marco. Cheers one more time and we'll get going. Okay. So first up, and Jess, if you look over at your tasting flight over there, we got a nice little board with a little chalkboard panel on it. Number one is Yellowstone Select Whiskey. Number this a, one. This is a 93-proof uh, bourbon out of uh, Lebanon, Kentucky. And you and I actually saw this one because we like the show. The show is great. <laughs> the show Yellowstone. And, of course, Yellowstone uh, bourbon was advertising during the show. We're like, really? They have a Yellowstone bourbon? Okay. So I'm going through and I'm selecting. I'm like, well, they've got Yellowstone. Just is going to get a kick out of this. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, even the Y on the bottle, it looks similar. It's not the same. How fun. Now, I think this one predates the show, but I'm not sure. But it's still, it's fun. Are you uh, you're, you're doing the nose on it? You're sniffing out of the glass? Well, giving it a swirl? I would take a really big smell, but it smells really, really strong. It's not so I don't really, want to really take a big strong. whiff of it. It's it 93 proof. really strong. You get those nice... Oh, my God. You get the oak hints. Uh, you get kind of a little bit of vanilla. There's a, yeah, it's got a nice finish on it. 
<coughs> almost <laughs> almost like a brown sugar in it a little bit. Not the sweetness, just the way it it, it warms in the back. It will for sure make your throat really warm. You're definitely you're it's, definitely getting the oak. It's very very strong. Like I sort of feel like my throat's on fire right now. It's not. It's, you sound like it you tastes very good. And you drink just, whiskey. I do, and this one is making me very very hot. You're almost acting like it's a very young whiskey too. I don't know what that means. It has a mellow there. I don't think I'm a very fancy whiskey connoisseur. Well, bourbon you, connoisseur. But you do drink it. I do. Oh. Getting, I'm getting a little bit of leathery hint to it. Not in a bad way. I like the smell of leather. Maybe I would like it more with ice cubes. Um, a little spicy. Actually, reminds me of a rye. A it does bit. remind me of a rye. You know, for it's not a it's not a rye, but it, it gives me uh, it has some rye notes to it too. What do you think? I think it's a little bit too. It's it's too intense for me. Um, this is one that I would put one of our sugar-free simple syrups into and a whole lot of ice cubes. And then I would sip it very, very slowly. <laughs> you know what? It's uh, it's definitely growing on me as I work through this sample. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I think about it, too, all of these, being that they're under $40, mm-hmm. that, I mean, they also, to me, strike me as they're hockey whiskeys. I mean, there's some What guy- is a hockey whiskey? Because you want to bring a bottle and you have a whiskey and of course you want to share and we've been, uh, we find these little, these little, uh, plastic shot glasses. Uh, they're almost like little solo cups, uh, so we can share cause we're not passing around the bottle, but, um, you go and you don't want to bring the highest end bottle of whiskey because one, you risk having it broken. Mm. No Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. We're not bringing Pappy Van Winkle to <laughs> hockey. Like, sorry, if it's like really high end whiskey, like. And then you, you run the risk of uh, you, you have a have a shot, have a small drink, pass it around, and by the time it gets back to you, it could be empty. Oh, that would for sure be Yeah. Done. So it's like you want a good-tasting whiskey because life's short, but you don't want to get so high-end that it's like, oh, where did it all go? <laughs> and occasionally you see people who bring just rock-cut, like, bottom-shelf stuff, and it's like, oh, no, thanks. I'm Life's too short to be wasting time on that. Uh, so I like these these lower end, but kind of what yeah, mid range um, yeah. whiskeys. It's not even really fair to call them mid range, but good quality, um, but not overpriced, and happy to share, but also very much will enjoy it yourself too. Mm-hmm. And so, like these to me are what I consider hockey whiskeys. Awesome. Uh, this was good. I liked it. Okay. Too much for you. It's it's too too intense for me it's not it needs to be doctored up a little bit okay well that's it's, it's a very strong flavor that is the yellowstone bourbon so as that settles in for a minute and as you sip on water to kind of cleanse the palate before the next sample uh in the first you're taking i ask you as you're taking a sip you get to lead off with the first question mm. are we both answering this question I don't know. It's up to you. It's by, by ear. Okay. My first question for you is, how did you get into ABA? How did I get into applied behavior analysis? Yes. I fell into it by accident. <laughs> Honestly. I was going to college for civil engineering. I thought I wanted to be an engineer. And I was uh, had a summer job working at the road commission in the engineering department. And I, I loved my summer job. I was out in the field. I was a field inspector, field engineer. Uh, I was on the survey crew sometimes too. 
getting my hands dirty, doing field testing. It was great. I looked at what my boss was doing, and the guy barely got out of the office. He just sat there. The phone would ring. He'd get screamed at. <laughs> he didn't even get to do the design work. He just had to like oh. review other people's designs and stamp it. I'm like, that looks boring. I hated my classes. Like We were studying. Like, ooh, it's a semester of studying dirt. Yay! Were there worms? No. At least? No. Engineering materials at civil engineering, or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna watch concrete dry. Great. Yay! Sounds like fun. Yeah. Or when we had to design wastewater treatment plants, one wastewater treatment plant is a giant chemical for, uh, formula that fills an entire whiteboard that we had to memorize, but literally spent two weeks every single day, five days a week, going into a class and studying and talking about shit. <laughs> and i don't mean just like Ew. random crap i mean feces um and i'm like this is not what i want to do and um when i i discovered industrial organizational psychology and how people think and how to help them be better workers uh and i started taking some psychology classes and really enjoyed them it was a lot more fun for me so I changed majors, and at the time, I was at Michigan Tech, and Michigan Tech didn't have a major in psychology. They do now. Of course Back they then. do. So I transferred out, and I went down to Western, and Western, uh, I didn't even realize at this time, but like, they said they had IO Psych, uh, but they're all very behavioral there, which fit in well with an engineering background because the behavioral approach is, well, they recognize things are going on that you can't see, and there's emotions and everything else. They, you really want to pick your battles, in psych and they start from the side of what can we see what can we measure what can we assess and so as an engineer being able to observe measure and then assess from there and change is the behavioral side and so that was really how i fell into behavior analysis uh from western did a lot of work there ended up down at florida state and just Kept going and going from there. Did clinical work, did work in business, did work in the communities, did work in, and that led to work in security and government and, yeah, coaching and there from there. So that's that's how I got into applied behavior analysis. Emphasis on applied because I, <laughs> I've done laboratory stuff, but like, and I've done research and I, like, and I mean like R&D style research, but I really love the applied, the real world instances where it's, you can't control every variable because it's dirty stuff happens. I mean, I did my did my doctoral work at an airport mm -hmm. and it's people are coming in and out. You can't control for the fact that OJ Simpson shows up and he's walking through your terminal and it's changing the amount of radio traffic, which changes some of the variables. You did just that get, happen? Yes. You Didn't you have like a vice president also show up? Dick Cheney showed up. Yeah. And the radio traffic of that was hilarious oh, from the local cops who were running it. It's like Oh, make sure he doesn't shoot you in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, those are things. In a laboratory study, you, of course, control for that. And this is a real-world setting. It is an operating airport with the general public coming in and out. Florida State football flying in and out. Florida State basketball flying in and out. Uh, the vice president deciding on a whim that he's going to, by way of somewhere in the Middle East, he's going to go from D.C. to the Middle East and then show up in Tallahassee so he can take his motorcade up to Georgia and go hunting. And I assume this time he was hunting for animals and not just not people hunting for his lawyer friend's face. But um, <laughs> he didn't he, he didn't um, shoot anybody in the face on that trip. In the face. Stuff, but like O.J. Simpson showed up because apparently his kid was looking at Florida State at some point. And of course, like you know, all oh, the cops. Man. 
Because I'm up in the you know command center in the control room with the operators up there, and the, we can hear the police traffic for the city cops that were providing security. Uh, the murderer is in Concourse B. What? The murderer is in Concourse B. No. Oh, he's at A now. Oh, he's enjoying a pretzel now. Not the juice is loose. <laughs> they didn't do the juice is loose. They refer to him as the murderer. Which well, I mean, look, uh, <laughs> that's I'm just saying what they said. That's hysterical. It was hilarious. Uh, and I feel comfortable saying that because so many years have gone by now. Those guys. Do you are remember retired. the O.J. Simpson trial? Of course I do. We do you had... remember the chase? I do remember the chase. <laughs> that was insane. The the, the stupidest chase it was ever. The worst chase ever. Because like they, it was especially a, around the time they used low speed chase. Well, at that time they used TV to break cameras. into the break in the news, and sometimes it would go national for those high speed chases around the California yeah. highways. That was the first one I remember where it broke into national news. It was a low-speed chase. I'm like, like 40 miles an hour or something? I'm like, why don't you just break out the police golf carts and chase them down? <laughs> so slow. So ridiculous. Especially at that point, it was like, I was a kid. And I was like, really? I'm like, seriously, somebody get out there at a 10-speed and just sideswipe them. Yep. Hey, we thought the same thing. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, you ready for another whiskey? Yep. Okay. So let's go to, on your tasting flight, number two. 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 Taking a sniff. Number two is from High West. And this is actually out from Utah. Now, High West, High West Double Rye is one of my favorite ryes. Mm-hmm. Really like double, you know, their double rye. But this is, uh, this is the first time I'm trying their American Prairie bourbon. And it's a, it's a blended bourbon. This is a 92 proof uh, bourbon. So about the same as the other. The other one was 93. This is 92. Give it a, give it a little squirrel. Give it a little sniff. What do you get on the nose? Anything? It's not as potent as the Yellowstone one. So that's exciting. And, and pretty how, optimistic about this. What do you consider as potent? Like it doesn't knock you over while you're sniffing it? Yeah. This one is good. It's not as fiery no. as the last one. It's, it's definitely softer. Still getting those usual bourbon, um, vanilla notes, oaky. I'm not getting as much citrus as I did in the other one. You? <laughs> I don't taste any citrus at all. Well, what do you get? No, not in this one. The other one, I was I was getting a little bit of citrus. I didn't notice citrus in the last one. You get a nice warm vanilla. Nice for the fall. It, this is perfect for fall. This would be great sitting around a campfire or mm-hmm. a bonfire or fire pit. <laughs> as the leaves are falling and you can hear them like the dry leaves rustling yeah this one i would totally put two ice cubes in it and just sip it i would sip this and neat. i would be uh, this is great just very as happy i like this one a lot still don't like it as much as their double rye which again is one of my favorites but that's the other thing too speaking of rye like the yellowstone really reminded me of a rye whiskey this reminds me of a bourbon, but it's a very mellow bourbon. Yeah, mellow is a good word to describe this. Would you say this is approachable for uh, people newer to whiskey? I think so. This would be a good a good starter. Yep, it's not going to set your mouth on fire. It's not going to completely knock you out when you drink it. Not going to make you feel like your tonsils are being burned out? Definitely not. This one is very lovely. I like it a lot. This was the High West... This is the High West, the American Prairie Bourbon. They have a fun bottle. They have teeny, tiny, 
tiny air bubbles the whole length of the bottle. Well, yeah, it's got that. So, like, if you're really into the shape and design of bottles, because I know some people are, this one is a pretty good one, and it has a cork. <laughs> well, they all have corks. All, th- but all four of these have corks. This but... one has a fun wood top, though. So did two of the other ones. No, this one is fun. Okay, so if you're looking for a fun cork versus <laughs> a other wooden cork that is... The other ones are all flat. This one is rounded. Okay, there we and go. And bulbous. In terms of the bottle, though, you were, you were, before we came on, you were commenting on the glass. The glass has those small air bubbles yeah. those designed imperfections. It looks like an old-fashioned bottle. Yeah. It's awesome. Great job with your branding, High West. Because it looks like it's out of a saloon. And this is probably a good, nice time to mention, too. Are we sponsored by any of these whiskeys? No. Did they comp us in any way or send us swag or... Swag. Send us whiskey. Or at least send us whiskeys to review? <laughs> no. No, I actually paid these out of pocket uh, no. at the store with Kid 4 griping that I was taking too long in the uh, the booze aisle. Well, Kid 4 complains too long if you take... Kid 4 complains if you take too long in like the ice cream aisle too, so... She, wanted, she likes to complain at the store. Yeah, she does. So, well, whatever. That's good. I might be having another one of those when we're all done with this tonight. Same. Yep. All right. So, while we let that settle and we see what other else uh, notes come in mm-hmm. as we wait, because we're not going to sit here and just pound half-ounce whiskey samples. We could if we wanted to, though. We're grown-ups. We could. They can't tell us What's no. the thing from Super Bad? How old are you? Old enough to party. <laughs> to party. <laughs> All right, you. Mm-hmm. Question time. Oh, oh. Oh, wait. No, it's my turn. Yeah, you're supposed to ask oh. me a question. I'm waiting for a question. How did you get into triathlons and aqua bikes and uh, multi-sport racing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you don't know? You no, just I magically showed up one day and like, up and I thought was like, I'm going to do this. I thought this was just a 5K. No, I actually got into it because I got sick of doing 5Ks because I suck at running. I am the worst runner on the planet. I'm not even good at walking. Um, As a coach (laughs) who has seen lots of 5Ks, you are not the worst 5K runner ever. Pretty close. Mm, I've seen worse. Lots of people finished before me and not too many finished after me. So. Maybe in your races, you're not tough finisher, but I've seen ones who okay. are worse. Anyways, I don't do very well. And I don't, if it's not like a super fun run, like the color run is super fun. The glow run is super fun. The, the electric run. electric run is super fun. By the fun. way, when we did the, the first time we did an electric run, which is was a nighttime and yeah. it had glow sticks and black lights and all sorts of visual stimuli and Mm -hmm. music pounding do you remember the mankini guy that came running past us i do and especially because those pictures popped up in my memories the other day and i saw it and i was like it's naked guy i'm so happy i put this on facebook so i can remember it forever green mankini kind of like borat and all we see are some cheeks with tattoo cheeks Go flying past us. The funniest thing. I actually had a pretty good stride going, and that guy whipped past me, and I've just sort of stopped and laughed for a really long time. Yeah, that was good. Um, he was probably some like 
high paid computer program with a security clearance or something because it was I hope so. National Harbor would thrill me more than finding out National that, Harbor that's true uh, in the in National Harbor Maryland in the DC area and you know so many people out there work for the government so he's probably somebody working for the government who just needed to cut loose mm-hmm. at least that's the story I'm going to tell myself I love that story but that was uh, hilarious and then we found of course his photos popping up everywhere across the internet right after that yep um, so yeah, so if it's not a super fun 5k, I don't want to do it. Like we have the, um, 5k in one of the vineyards here. I don't remember the official title. It is the, uh, Michigan 13 point wine. Yeah. It's, half marathon and it's 5K. a very well run 5k. I think if you're in the area and it happens while you're here and you're able to, you should totally do it because it's a great one. It's just not super fun for me. So I just, I don't want to do it anymore. I like it. By the way, they follow us on Instagram. They, they honest to God, they're fabulous. Everybody should do their 5K. Okay, now you're sucking up to them? I am because I do like them. Oh, well, we've talked about it before. People, we do actually like them. The, I want people to do it. And the people who run right. it are very, very nice. Uh, I'm, I'm bummed that they couldn't do it this year. Yeah. But I understand because... All our favorite races got canceled this they year. They did. But um, it's just, I find them to be boring, and I find them to hurt my back quite a bit. Them the people or them the, the races, races in not general? Not the people. The people would be like, oh, your back hurts? Have some wine. It'll be better in a minute. Um, and if you don't want wine, so, here, have some beer. Anyways, I was whining about how, like, I didn't want to do 5Ks anymore, but I still needed exercise. And you presented me with this magical idea called an aqua bike. And I was like, what is an aqua bike? And well, and how you remember how I presented it to you? No, we were going up to one of those water park resort things, with the kids. Oh, right. And I sat in my room. And we had a four hour drive or three and a half hour drive. And you sat there, and for the summer racing club, I had all the races that were available for the summer. And mm-hmm. you started Googling stuff and clicking the links. I did. Yep, and one of them was Aquabike. So I clicked it, and I found out what the heck an Aquabike was. And if you don't know, it is the swimming and the biking portion of a triathlon. And so I read this, and I was like, I can swim. I can ride a bike. I could totally do this, and that would be awesome. So uh, (laughs) I got a wild hair, and I signed up for one. And then I sort of screwed that whole thing up so I signed up for another one and I actually did that one <laughs> and I finished it and I didn't die and I was hooked after that awesome mm-hmm. speaking of all these races and just kind of falling into it I was having a conversation with uh, one of the one of the dads at the rink who I also play hockey with and I also play with his wife they are getting into adventure races and so when I presented that list to you there was also a race you wanted to do which was the that, urban adventure yeah, race down in, in South, South Bend, Bend. Where you got ahead of work in pairs and you went to station to station, checkpoint to checkpoint. And when you got there, there was a challenge and it could be zip lining or kayaking or biking or an obstacle course. And you had to cover, it was all South Bend, Mishawaka and Notre Dame's campus. And we always talk about it. We haven't done it yet, but they are, as a couple and with their kids are starting to get into adventure racing. How old are their kids? Their kids are uh, second and third grade. And uh, there's there's actually adventure, awesome. there's adventure races. There's the Michigan Adventure Race, which is up just north of us, mm-hmm. and they do various versions throughout the year. They even have a winter edition in normal years. I don't know if they'll have it this year because of COVID, but uh, they do these really cool orienteering type things. And it's a multi sport race with you 
have to have directional sense, which is why I kind of shot it down because it's like you have no sense of direction. I really don't. Which meant I would have to do all the navigating myself. Yeah, and if something happened to you, we'd probably just die in the city. Yeah. Because I don't have skills. Well, when we first started this too, we were not in the best of shape. Like I had been working for years. I was making some progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've made it in recent years. It's it's The improvements have been exponential. Yeah. Uh, so I'm more inclined to do it. And um, who knows? This could be our 40s thing. We could get into adventure, adventure racing, racing in addition like to, to the multi-sport racing. I think racing. that it would be fun to do it, if nothing else, just at least once. So I yeah. can say, I did that and it was awesome. Well, and or it sucked, but I did it. Kid four, Our kid one and I have been speaking about it because I asked her again, like, do you want to run cross country at your new school? And she's like, no, I only want to run for you. And I'm like, well, Aww. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think the, the coach at your new school is going to part ways and they move over for me to step in and uh you're you're most likely not going back to the school i coach at right so i'm like well we're gonna train together and we're gonna do just fun 5ks in the summers cool fingers crossed that there's fun 5ks next summer but then we started talking about multi-sport and she's really like oh that's pretty cool and she's watched mommy go be awesome for a few (laughs) years now so she's uh She's like, I can bike, and she's like, kind of on the fence about swimming, but she's like, I can kayak. So I'm like, oh, you can come do kite tries with Dad? So I think that if she wanted to do an aqua bike, I think the Naperville one would be a really good one for her to try because the water part is a man-made. Quarry. It's a, it's a quarry. It's in a quarry, but it's set up like a pool that they basically dump sand in. Like, there's no seaweed. There's really not a threat that you're going to drown. Um, it's heavily lifeguarded, which... It, all of the aqua bikes are yeah, heavily are. lifeguarded, but especially like on the bike and run, there's a lot of clear water, and that's very exciting. But also on the bike and the run, because it's such a big event, <laughs> there'd be plenty of people around, and we don't have to yeah. worry about her like just off getting lost. Yeah, no, you really can't get lost on this one. So, well, cool. Yep. All right, you ready for your next whiskey? Number three. Number three is Jefferson's, which is a very small batch. Like blend of straight bourbon President whiskeys. President Jefferson? As in President Jefferson. This hmm. one's also from Kentucky. And this one's going to be a little bit easier on you. This one's uh, 82.3 proof, which is oddly specific for a blended whiskey. That is pretty funny. Um, they have scientists. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm used to like very oddball numbers out of ones where it's uh, a single barrel. When, especially if it's barrel proof, where they... You know, they write it in by hand on the label. This is printed right on the bottle. It's kind of an odd spot to be uh, to picking your uh, something you're controlling, but whatever. Uh, it does have a picture of Jefferson on the back. Okay. Not holding a bottle of whiskey. I mean, you'd think you'd be there, like, pulling the full, uh, the full Ben Franklin. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just with a big old bottle, smiling. Nice. Actually, wasn't Ben Franklin's drink of choice rum? Our, our resident history nerd. Yes. You're the one that's supposed to know the answer to all of this. Well, we, this is Jefferson's. So, take a sniff. Okay. Mm. Your, your pour looks bigger than mine. Because I, I eyeballed it. Point that Yours, out. I measured out um, half ounce pours. and mm. That is a nice little sniff. This one's got probably this. I mean, they all have an oaky note to it. but This one, this has, one is very oaky. It is, but it's also got the mo- probably the strongest of the three so far on vanilla. Hmm. I'm getting a little citrus, not too much. Just at the, 
at the end. Don't dump your headphones when you lean. I can see the wheels turning. What are you thinking? I like it. I would sit and sip this one. It's also kind of mellow, like the High West. The High West was a little bit more mellow. This one does have a little bit of fieriness at the it, end. At the end, it's kind it's of almost weird. Like, it's almost, uh, I would put it, if we had to put these on a scale between fiery and intense and then mellow and smooth, I'd put it between the Yellowstone and the High West. Yeah. But I it's agree. a good sipping whiskey. I wouldn't mind. Definitely enjoy sipping it after a hockey game as we stand around the glass and heckle the next game. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, in the age of COVID, as we stand around the parking lot and waiting for them to come out of the rink. Because we can't really hang out and watch games anymore. Aww. So we end up tailgating in the in the parking lot at socially distant. I'm sure like the neighbors it. all love us. I'm sure they do. Especially as, since we have to come in mostly dressed. Mm-hmm. We do most of the dressing in the parking lot. Tailgate style. So it's like well, putting on a show. I'm like, I'm too old. I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to drive with my hockey pants on. And, my sh- and if I have my shin pads on, I can't really move my leg very well from the gas to the brake. Mm-hmm. And if I move my seat back, my feet don't reach the pedals. So it's like, you know what? I'll just put on my shin pads, uh, my hockey pants, everything. I just break out. a. have got a little portable bench. Set it up right there at the tailgate. Dress right there. Some guys are a little bit more revealing when they dress than others, but I'm not putting on that much of a show, but someone's getting to see my butt in tights, that's for sure. because I'm pretty sure somebody I went to high school lives across the street from the ice rink, so... Well, great. They can check me out in spandex, then. That was quite the face. <laughs> Nobody should wear spandex. Well, I wear uh, compression tights on my uh, stuff. This it, one is good. It doesn't set your mouth on fire as you're drinking it. There is a little kick... At the end, but it's not, like, off-putting. It's nice. Yeah, still getting lots of vanilla on this one. Hmm. And definitely very oaky. But it's good. All right, it is my turn to ask you a question. Go for it. I'm still Are sipping you on ready? this. Well, you, yeah, I'm going to sip on this while you... Here it uh, comes. What is your favorite aspect of coaching? Oh, you got to ask a hard question, too. I did ask a hard question. Didn't I answer this last week? It doesn't I'm matter. the coach life. I'm asking you now. Oh, that was like the favorite part of a season or something. Sure. This is your favorite aspect of coaching. I know what my favorite aspect of you coaching is, but I want to know what well, your favorite is. I'm going to ask you that in a second. But okay. uh, my favorite aspect really is just seeing the enjoyment out of the kids, uh, whether it's like the slowest kid I have or the fastest, when they achieve something they didn't think was even possible for them to achieve and the way their face lights up and just the sheer joy and excitement that comes out of them, having a part in helping that come about uh, just makes me so happy. Awesome. Why? What is your favorite part of my coaching? I was going to say my favorite part of you coaching. Was going to state so you can go have sushi at the place in Jackson? No, that's just a perk of being Mrs. Coach's wife. Okay. Um, My favorite aspect was going to be all of the fun runs that you planned because I love showing up on fun run days so I can take pictures and watch all of those little goofy outfits and see how excited those kids get over it. But that's actually not it. My favorite aspect is going to the cross-country meets And I love seeing the parents and the teammates of the runners um, who are in, like, last place. Because, like, 
as the first place runners are coming in, everybody's very excited and they're still cheering and they're, you know, the screams and shouts and people are jumping and they're like, run, run as fast as you can. This is amazing. You're doing so great. It's almost there. It's right there up the hill. You can do it. But for the last place kids, they get the same level of excitement from their teammates and from all of the parents on the field. They are cheered the entire way in. They're not made to feel bad. They even get more in last place. Because everyone who already finished turns around and cheers for them. Like people are still ringing the cowbells. They are still jumping up and down. They're still shouting encouragement. And it's the best. And I love it. And those kids. Well, that's just why I like one of the reasons I like this sport. Because one, there's nowhere to hide. There's no like, well, I'm amazing when my teammates suck. Because they don't, you know, they don't know how to pass me the ball or the puck or whatever. And it's like, no, I mean, there's nowhere to hide. If you're getting better or worse, we know it because it's you versus the clock. Yeah. We know who's working, who's not. We know who's improving or not. We know what you're contributing to the team because we can see it. It's objective. It's measurable. It's very much an ABA type approach. Yeah. But the other part is because it's so hard, because there's so much pressure, it's it's almost a, it's a very raw, very naked sport. And I don't mean the, the skimpy little uniforms they wear. I mean, there is nowhere to hide. Yeah. There is nowhere to blame it on but yourself. It's you versus the course versus the clock. And it's can you tackle that course relative to the clock better than the kid next to you? That's hard for a lot of kids, especially at that age. So you have to really muster a lot of self-confidence. You have to really believe in yourself. And then you get to see a lot of encouragement from parents and fans from other teams cheering for other kids who are not even part of their team because it takes a lot to do that. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Uh, And that's what high school sports really is all about. If you see somebody trying their hardest, it's not just the faint, oh, there they are. Oh, they got knocked down in football. Oh, they're walking off under their power. It's just clap. No, it's like full-on cheering and ringing cowbells for a kid from another school just because you can tell that kid is doing the best they possibly can. Mm-hmm. That's what youth sports should be all about, and that's what it is all about uh, in cross-country. And then track, too, but especially cross-country. Yeah, it's like the sweetest thing ever. I love seeing it every year. It never gets old, never get bored of seeing it. Um, I'm sad this year that I don't really get to see it because we can't no, because it's any of the... two spectators per runner, and right. we don't have a runner. We don't there. have a runner, and I don't think everybody's going to be too keen on me showing up when I don't have to be there, Whatever. So, which you, is fine. You get to come as my plus one for state if we make it. I'm totally coming. They won't be able to stop me. <laughs> you Even if you can't, you probably hang out at the hotel and wait for me so we can go get sushi. The point is, is that I'm going so that I can go and get sushi. There you go. So mm-hmm. the pressure is on to all my runners if they're still listening, and they shouldn't be at this point. But if their parents are... Mrs. Koch's wife needs your kid to go to state so I can go and get sushi from the good sushi so place. So if your kid didn't, isn't doing their homework runs on the weekends, uh, no, let them know. Get to work because Mrs. Coach's wife wants some sushi. It's the best. <laughs> All, so right. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to pour the next one for myself. Yours is already over there. Mm-hmm. All right, this is Bearcat Bourbon. This one's going to be a little bit different because this bourbon is infused with uh, aromatic bitters and also a little bit of espresso. Do you know what this smells like? 
Uh, it should smell like coffee and whiskey. It does not. What does it, it smell like? It smells like fruity pebbles. <laughs> fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Oh my god, it smells the like fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles, not the cartoon character. So you're getting <laughs> it does, I'm getting I am getting a little bit of fruity pebbles. I do on the nose uh, get the, uh, the the coffee hints and you're not getting the coffee out. I don't smell coffee in this at all. I smell fruity pebbles. Maybe I'm it getting like coffee, though. fruity. Uh, getting some fruit botanicals. I'm getting a little bit of coffee hints. Little, little hints of chocolate. Yeah, there's some chocolate in Definitely there. Definitely getting the, the the oaky woody from the bourbon. Well, let's give this a swirl. Give brought, a taste. We should have brought coffee beans down so we could have. We should have brought chocolate covered coffee beans. Been mm-hmm. wired. We wouldn't be able to sleep tonight. Uh, I probably still go to sleep. It's been a long week. Hmm. Oh, that's smooth. So this Good news, one, it tastes like fruity pebbles too. A little bit. I am definitely getting the fruit. A little I bit of citrus. Little coffee at I'm the getting end. Buried. The coffee at the end. And the chocolate at the end. That's funny. So this one, it's inspired by female bootleggers is their whole shtick. They've got a picture of a few female bootleggers from the 1920s. Uh, apparently that is what the uh bearcat name comes from because that's a 1920 slang term for a fiery spirited woman and this is supposed to be a fiery spirited drink i'm not getting the fire i don't have any fire in this at all um but they had some fun slang in the 20s in the uh they they do have a little sticker on their bottle for the denver international uh spirits competition in 2017 they won the silver medal so good for them Oh, by the way, it's 80 proof. So it is the, uh, out of the four, it's the weakest of the bunch, relatively speaking. We, of course, are having it straight and we're having it neat. And I like it. You're making a face. I, I don't love it. You know what? I'm I'm not a fan of coffee flavored things that aren't coffee. But the coffee isn't overwhelming. It's not. It's not like a coffee flavored vodka or something. It's, or even a, like a Kahlua. It's, it's there. It's subtle. It's definitely a bourbon. And it's almost like, it's almost like a bourbon, like a coffee infused or a, an old fashioned with hints of coffee, but not without the sweetness. It definitely doesn't have sweetness to it. It tastes like fruity pebbles. It has sweetness. <laughs> but not, not, not like super they're, sweet. It's not super sweet. It's not, it's not like it has simple okay, wait, syrup in it. Wait a minute. It. Compared to these other three. Oh, relative to the, it is the sweetest. It is sweetest. super sweet compared it to It is the sweetest three. of the four, but like, I'm thinking like sweet, like an old fashioned or something. Does not have simple syrup in it. It does not. This one's not for me. <laughs> you can, you can take this one to hockey and I won't be sad that I've okay. missed out. Well. I'm it, sorry, Bearcat people. Well, you're welcome, hockey people. Yeah, that's for you, hockey people. I mean, it's better than when they're passing around the, the Pink Whitney. Sorry, spitting chicklets. It's way better than Pink Whitney. Ew. I mean, Pink Whitney's fun. And like I've played in the Pink, Pink Whitney Cup we had that I named um, because we needed a consolation prize for the two loser teams last winter. Actually, it was the fall season, but last December. So like, oh, we'll play. We were going to like maybe we bring a case of beer. Maybe we bring a bottle of whiskey. I was like, let's play for Pink Whitney, which we did. And it was hilarious. And Pink Whitney, Pink Whitney shows up. Uh, which is it's just pink lemonade with vodka mixed together new amsterdam's putting it out for the spit and chicklet skies and it is like the hockey drink and we have to have the token bottle we all have a small little sip of it but uh this one's a little bit more fun 
Maybe. I don't know. You falling asleep? No, I'm not falling asleep. I was just checking my notes. Oh, uh, okay. Your tasting notes? No, my question notes. Oh, Although okay. it's your turn to ask me a question. Oh, it is. Well, which of our kids is your favorite? No. <laughs> Besides, that answer varies depending on the hour and which one is annoying me the least. There you go. That's spoken like a true mother. I got a better <laughs> question for you. What would you like for dinner tomorrow night? I don't know. Is that seriously your question? It should be, but I got the answer I figured I'd get, so I'll come up with a different question. If we did another flight episode, mm-hmm. after we finish these whiskeys, and after we do our low-carb little beverages after it, uh, what would you like to do? I like this question a lot more. Um, I would want to do a rum flight. Ooh. That would be fun. And also... Do you want them all the same with, like, aged rums... Or yeah. white rums. I or... think you'd want to keep them in those families. Right. Which family would you rather do? Oh, probably aged. Okay. Yeah, those it's are. It's a yummy. lot more interesting. Yeah. The other it ones takes are a lot just of kind characteris- of like a lot of characteristics. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's more our style. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. And I think um, I once had a margarita flight in a restaurant, and that was amazing. And I think we should do that. Okay. Or some other type of mixed drink flight. Well, all right. So I'm thinking... Uh, or maybe we do a margarita flight with different types of tequila in it to see which one is the best. Or maybe we just do a tequila flight. Oh, my God. Let's do the tequila flight because I know which one will win. <laughs> so I see uh, uh, flight episodes making a reoccurrence. I don't have a problem with it. Not every week, but... You no, know, not every week. Periodically. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still working on my bear cat. Knock yourself out. I'm trying not to. <laughs> it's really not bad. The coffee part is subtle, too. It doesn't it hit your It is very subtle coffee, but the fruity pebbles is strong. <laughs> I do wonder if they filtered it through Now, if you say that pebbles. in the voice, like from Star Wars with the Force, <sighs> the fruity pebbles is strong with this one. <laughs> There's a tasty note to put on the bottle. Honestly, looking at the bottle, I would not have guessed that it tasted anything like Fruity Pebbles, and yet here we are. And, and it is the sweetest of the four by four. Yeah. Far. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could mix it. No, it's just put it over ice cream or something. Maybe later. Well, maybe later I'll make an old fashioned out of it for you. No, please don't. Irish coffee. You'll, that would, that might be okay with it. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take a moment and pause. A moment. A moment, because I got to run up to the the beer fridge in the garage and get our kind of not really beers, our hard seltzers for our next flight. That was our first flight. That was our bourbon flight. Mm -hmm. All the bourbons were under $40. All of them are widely available, Mm -hmm. readily available at not just specialty liquor liquor stores, but like the standard grocery store. So, but now onto similar idea, hard seltzers, widely available and also picked up at the grocery store. And also under $40, like a lot. Like, they were really cheap. Perfect. Yeah. And we're back with a new flight. This time we have low-carb, relatively low-calorie, but low-carb, sparkling, well, essentially they're hard ciders. Not hard cider, sorry, hard seltzers. <laughs> They're all the rage these days. 
and they come in the tall, skinny, cylindrical cans that... They fit in little tiny, like... Um, I think we say fit in little tiny hands. I'm like, well, that's bad marketing. No, they fit in little tiny like lunch pail bags. <laughs> so if you're going tailgating, they're like perfect for that because they don't take up a lot of room. But the, the same amount of ounces, uh, same volume as a can of beer, but they're but they're skinnier. It's kind of like it's marketing skinnier. Well, they're not going to like this marketing. But I was thinking like the Virginia Slims of Ew. canned beverages because they're long and skinny, <laughs> kind of like those Virginia those Slims. old cigarettes that like were. Yeah, I'm familiar with those. I think my grandma smoked them. <sighs> anyway, uh, I didn't tell you which one I put into which glass. So you've got you've got the tasting flight board in front of you with the numbers one through four. Your little tasting glasses. They, these are filled much higher than the uh, whiskey flight. Significantly higher. Well, the alcohol content is significantly lower in these. Okay. Which is why we're doing this one second. <laughs> so first up, why don't you take a sip of number one? Number one. Ooh, I like it. It tastes like lime. Yes, it is lime. It's a lime flavored one. Two of these are going to be lime flavored. It's good. Is it? I like it. Okay. I like most lime things. Well, this lime thing is a hard mm-hmm. seltzer. It is sparkling water with natural lime. Is it has bubbles. Tag. Yes, it has bubbles. <laughs> it's 5% alcohol by volume. Do you know which one it is? No. It's the White Claw. It's the White Claw? Okay, so I which do believe... Which a can of White Claw is supposed to be 100 calories and two carbs. I do believe that White Claw, the lime White Claws are the only good tasting White Claws. Okay, I feel well, like we should have had an entire flight of different White Claws to have gone over the tastes. Yeah, I wasn't prepared to do that. No, but lime, this is good. All mm-hmm. right. It's, it almost, it tastes like a limeier version of Sprite. Uh, well, Sprite is sweeter. This really tastes like uh, lime seltzer water. That's it. It doesn't even taste like it has alcohol in it. I mean, it really does taste like it doesn't taste lime like there's seltzer no water. No. At all. Oh, that's exciting. And the carbonation is actually less than if you got a, a seltzer water. So I don't know what else to say about it. It's White Claw. Okay. I Everybody's heard of it. Everybody's heard of it. A lot more people have tried it than are willing to admit. It, I figure it's sort of like Zuma. Do you remember Zuma? Or Zima? Zima. Zima. Yes, that's uh, yeah. what it was called. It's, it's like that. The stigma is the same. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's my turn to ask you a question. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. What is your favorite comfort food? Any oh. of them. Doesn't have to be a low-carb one. Doesn't have to be a high-protein comfort food. Just any comfort food under <sighs> the sun. You know Which that's one? how hard that is for me because I go in waves and ruts and everything, and it my tastes vary. Um, seeing as how we're heading into fall. Okay. And you're not putting the low-carb lemon on it. You know what? I'm Actually, the comfort... The comfort food that I'm uh, craving right now, I'm trying to think of how to do in a low-carb manner, pasties. Not pasties. It's totally pasties. Pasties Pasties go on your boobies. (laughs) Pasties are a delicious food with youper roots, which both my parents are youpers. So pasties. Pasties. Cornish hand pies, you, you know, that they used to, they bake and they'd wrap it in newspaper and they'd take it in the mine. And when they got to their lunch break, it was still warm. Uh, it's just something about fall that, that I, I miss. Those, those are really good. So I got to find a low carb version of that. 
I wonder pasties. if you can make it with Pasties this. are the little booby tassels you can go spin around or something. Wee! And if you're putting pasties on your boobs, well, that might be some sort of youper thing, but uh, I was born below the bridge, so I'm a troll. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but no, pasties. Uh, yeah, pasties at the moment, kind of like I got pasties on the brain. We might be working that into the menu this next week if I can find a way to do a low-carb uh, dough for it. So I was going to say maybe you should try one of those cheese wrap thingies and use that in place it just would be the same. Too cheesy. Honestly, the low carb uh, whole wheat tortillas. tortillas might work, but I need to find a dough I can make, uh, and I might need to flip through one of the low carb uh, bread alternatives uh, and see if I can make a dough. Even like a calzone type dough might work, and then just put like steak. Can't put potato in it, but I probably could swap that out for some other root vegetable. Uh, and some carrots, as long as I keep an eye on it, onions and stuff, but. Maybe either steak or ground beef or ground or uh, Italian sausage or something inside would be good. So I'll have to play with that and get back to everybody. I saw a recipe for a low carb version of I think it is of like a mushroom gravy with um, meatloaf, and then it was on a bed of. I take it you're uh, craving meatloaf then. I want. I do. I like to eat it like once a year because that's all it. I get I my can, fill. I can make a low carb <laughs> meatloaf. I've got a recipe right in mind right at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I don't have the ingredients on hand, but. It's a mushroom gravy on a meatloaf Ooh. on top of a bed of cauliflower mash. I think that that sounds like an amazing low carb version of meatloaf and mashed potatoes. I can make that happen this week. Woot. Yeah. I would love it. All I have to do is make sure I get home in time to actually eat it while it's hot. Well, you know, maybe that might be Saturday. Although, Wednesday's the hot day this week, so that's not going to be the... But Saturday would might be the day to do it, especially since uh, you're doing a photo shoot with my cross-country team. Yeah. So Saturday night might be the uh, meatloaf night. That would be so good. Awesome. All right, finish your your white claw, and we'll move on to number two. I don't really feel like we need that much time between these... It just it um, takes me a while to drink them because you poured them so watery full. Things. The tasting cups only hold four ounces, and I'm I'm using my thimble sized mini mini solo cups, but because I only want to do so many sets of dishes tonight. All right, so number two. Hmm, actually, let me pull up here. What are you getting for number two? Number two, peach. No, I didn't do anything <clears throat> peach. Number Pineapple? two is got a little bit like so. Number one was crystal clear, almost like a water. Number two's got a little more of a tint to it. Not much. It's still very clear, um, but a little bit more of a... Not just, peach? Slight amber hue. Nope. It's, it's not pineapple. Is it? Well, one of these is pineapple. But I what do you get? That, well, that one is the pineapple one. Just sniff. What are you getting? Fruit. Fruit. It, fruity pebbles? Do you have no, fruity pebbles in the thing? it does not Are you having like... a stroke? <laughs> no, and I'm not smelling the color blue right now either. So. This one's definitely sweeter than the White Claw. It is sweeter. I, I have no idea what fruit this is supposed to be. <laughs> this is High Noon's Sun Sips, and it's uh, vodka and soda and, the, and with... There's uh, vodka in this? Lime, yeah. It's actually made with... Uh, lime? Real, supposedly real fruit juice and real water... <clears throat> And sparkling water and real vodka. But it's lime? Lime. No. Yes. It tastes like peaches. 
This one's 100 calories, no added sugar, gluten-free, no high fructose corn syrup, and uh, 2.3 uh, grams of sugar for the entire can. I think the sugar 4. is... 4.5% alcohol by volume, which means it's slightly weaker than the white claw you just had, but the same amount of calories. I feel like the sugar might be overriding the bitterness of the lime flavor that should be there. It might be. Um, because so it really doesn't taste like it tastes like peaches. It's roughly the same amount of carbs, same calories as the White Claw with less alcohol. I like Ever it. So slightly. Yeah, I like it better than White Claw. I would happily drink a can of this. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I okay, mean, well, I, would, I'm a girl, I would drink it. And clearly these are geared towards women. So <laughs> I, would, I don't see a whole I lot need, of dudes drinking these. I need that sound bite on a big speaker that I can play over and over again for the dudes in the parking lot at the hockey rink. Why do they drink these? Which some, ones drink some them? Of them? Some of them that I won't name. But after the, you the turn innocent. the microphones off, you're oh, going to yeah. answer me. Right? I am totally. I am probably this week taking photos. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, there are there are dudes at the ice rink, and it's not because everyone I play with are guys. It's a co-ed league. The ladies drink real beer. I more thought than you were going to say the ladies are drinking whiskey. Not so much. The ladies are having, actually have really refined uh, craft beer palettes. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yummy. It is very sweet, though. So if you don't like super sweet, this probably isn't for you. I mean, it's not as sweet as like a wine cooler or something. No, but if you want, a sweeter, if you don't want a super sweet hard seltzer water, this one is probably not for you. No, this is, uh, as far as the hard seltzers go, this is one of the sweeter ones. All right, my turn for a question. What is your... Wait, we didn't start number three. Oh, I didn't wait. ask you the number two question yet. <laughs> Don't skip my turn. I'm sorry. What is your favorite aspect of fall or autumn? I'm sorry, if I say autumn, I need to put my pinky in the air. There autumn, you go. because we're fancy. Yeah, what's your favorite uh, aspect of this season that we're rolling into? There's lots. I really do like fall. It's nice. Um, That's deep, Jess. It's nice. It's It just is. The weather is nice. The leaves are nice. The kids go back to school, and that is nice. <laughs> I do. I can tell you what I don't like. Well, that wasn't what I asked. I know, but it's easier for me to tell you what I don't like, and that is when we have to close up the pool. That's true, and that's coming soon. Yeah, we but, are not getting our second summer. We are not getting our. We're totally not getting a second summer. We get second summers every year where it's like we close it up and then it's 80 degrees in October. And that's just not on the horizon unless the fork, you know, the meteorologists are liars, which they usually are um, or they have no clue what they're doing. But, you know, that's the career I should have gone into because it's just like you clearly could, you could make up lies and they would still pay you money and never fire no you. Kidding. Those guys are wrong all the time. I wish I could be that awful at my job right? and still get paid well. Me too. Um, no, I think my favorite aspect of fall is that it is prime photography season and I get to see all my little families and have fun with them and take the pretty pictures and give them the pretty pictures. And then they're like, look what I have. These are amazing get to do the same thing with my cross-country runners you take all the pretty pictures and they show up and it's one photo but shoot it's, you it's know, a lot of work but that's on the beach though this is like families want the leaves in the background and they like the crunchies that they can throw up in the air and stomp their By feet like, on our and, kids now are starting to notice because some of the trees and bushes and whatnot are starting to change and they they already recognize 
And I don't know if it's because they love having the photos done or they know that their mother is going to force them to do the photos. But they're recognizing that photo shoots are on the horizon for them. I mean, we don't have to do it this year. We took the photos on the beach. No, that was summer photos. We need some fall photos for our Christmas card. But we could put the beach photo on the Christmas card. We could do that, too. We could do all of them. We could have a collage. No, we're not going to do that. Because then it takes away from the pretty pictures. You pick one and you make it stand out. Well, we'll do something. We could do the one where this, the... We did have the uh, the bee shot. We also had the 4th of July ones where we're wearing masks. Because it's that so one. 2020. Yeah, but we already put that one on Facebook. Everybody's All right, so we it. need a fall shoot wearing masks. Okay, well, that, there'll be we a couple do a fall more weeks shoot before I lose Batman colors, characters because so. Kid 1 and I now have uh, the Under Armour ones that make us look like Bane. I'm... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that or I just pretty much have my Halloween costume now because I have an Under Armour there mask. There you go. Yeah. You can be Bane as we trick-or-treat through our house because Halloween's probably going to be canceled. That's pretty much going to be Halloween. Um, I, I have gotten uh, head, heads up on some uh, rogue... Uh, trick or treating ones. That what amongst people that know each other are going to stage it that live near each Aww, other? Yeah, they give us a heads up. They're like, you know, if you want to join us, I'm like, I just might. You just by yourself, no, or no, with our children? With our children. Okay, I was like, you don't really eat candy. They're families we already associate with. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, be very cool. Um, maybe my favorite aspect of fall is Halloween because I am a gigantic Halloween freak. It's my favorite holiday. Are we gonna really do up the decorations this year? We or not? probably won't. We were pretty weak on it last year because we are so sucked into cross country yeah. and getting ready for the state and finals. And I don't really have the energy to do it all this year. But I love seeing everybody's decorations, and I love the kids in the costumes. And I am going to miss the Halloween party this year. Yep, that's yeah. definitely not happening. No. Let's do something happier. Let's move on to drink number three. Number three is Number crystal clear, very, very, just completely transparent. Ooh. That was a response out of you. That smells like pineapple. That does smell like pineapple. It tastes like pineapple, too. Not nearly as, this is, uh, sweetness is not anywhere near the high noon. It's near the white claw. High noon? High noon was the uh, last one we did. No. Oh. It is not near the high noon. I was thinking whiskey. High West. High West. Is what you're thinking of. The high noon was the vodka and soda. Clearly, the alcohol has had an effect on me. Clearly. So, this is uh, as you scan all the cans on the table. I don't know what it is. It's pineapple and it's great. It's the giant truly. It is the giant truly. So, this is a, well, giant as in this is a 24 ounce can. It's huge. (laughs) It is. Especially compared to the other cans. The other ones are those petite, little, tall, skinny cans. This one's giant. It's the truly pineapple hired cider, seltzer, whatever the hell this is. (laughs) The pineapple hard water, which sounds bad. Get water softener. Watch out. You're going to get scaling. (laughs) Seltzer. Uh, This one is like the others. It's 5% alcohol by volume. It's 100 calories for 12 ounces. So if you got a normal size tall skinny can but this one is double size so it's 200 calories for this whole giant thing if you drink it by yourself uh two carbs uh, per serving so if you but somehow it's three carbs if you are if you have the whole giant can i don't they must be doing some rounding there sort of mystical math yeah somehow if you double it you get one and a half i don't know whatever 
two grams of carbs for uh, for uh, half the can and three carbs and grams of carbs for the whole can. Apparently they don't. Maybe put, they don't put as much sugar in the bigger one. Uh, no, maybe no, they put the for in, in, it's only in half the can. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm what I'm thinking is that they didn't want to pay for decimal places on their printing. Maybe. Maybe. It's good. Still on a par with everything else. I like Five percent alcohol. Uh, 100 calories for the same size volume, and uh, two grams of carbs. I would totally drink this at a tailgate. You definitely pick up the pineapple in this pineapple flavored oh, yeah. one, and but I would still put the sweetness level at even with a white claw. This is to me really does taste like a white claw without the uh, white claw aftertaste that I am not a fan of. What? I have a question for you. Oh, you're whatever. gonna love it. I thought you were making a face about the white claw aftertaste. I did not notice an aftertaste with the lime white claw, but I will say that there have there are aftertastes with some of their other flavors. Okay. That are quite potent. Okay. Um, but the pineapple truly does not have an aftertaste, so yay. Yay. Uh between between the three so far, I would go with the high noon. Which is good because we have some more in the fridge upstairs. Oh, awesome. <clears throat> but I will most likely have a whiskey later. Are you ready for your question? Oh, Lord. Okay. Do you have any favorite family sayings? Favorite ones, or do we just have family sayings? Whatever. Either way. Oh, crap. Could be our little family of six. Could be your family of five that you grew up with. I uh, mean, six that you I grew, grew up, up with. I grew up with a family of six. Are we, like, <laughs> disowning my brother? No, we're not disowning him. Because he probably has... I the, just miscounted all of you Tomasis. Yeah, the, the best one growing up was he... Uh, he had a spelling test that he... Uh, there was like 20 questions and he, uh, he... He missed 11 of them. And my dad's like, what is this? And he's like, oops. It's like, oops, oops, poops, minus 11. <laughs> oops, poops, minus 11 has been a family phrase ever since. Especially oops, poops. Yeah. So probably funny. oops, poops. With our kids, it's probably the Mr. Nipples thing. When uh, kid three burst into the room, what was it last summer? And said, I'm Mr. Nipples. And so we're like, okay, Mr. Nipples. And we spent the rest of the summer calling him Mr. Nipples, which made him cry. <laughs> and it's like, or he would get Actually, you, we didn't call him Mr. Nipples. We just called him Nipples. And um, and he's definitely, he's a, he's a smaller guy for his age. Uh, really just tough little dude, though. And uh, he's like, don't call me Nipples. Or he get, you know, he's got a Napoleon complex. He's he got to control does. everything. So he'd get a little a little ornery there. And it's like, all right, nipples, chill out. And it's like, don't call me nipples. It's like, well, then you probably should have burst in the room and said, I'm Mr. Nipples. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so nipples there. Uh, yeah. Mr. Nipples. <laughs> so we'll go with oops, poops, minus 11 and nipples. <laughs> Hold it together, Jessica. We're almost done. We're almost done. Almost, almost done. Hmm. That's not bad. It's all right. You want mine? The rest? No, I want to get through that one, and then I'll drink that one when we're done Okay, because there's a whole bunch left of that can, too. Yeah, I'm going to drink that, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on to number four. Now, this one has kind of an orangish-red hue to it. It's, you know, mostly clear or transparent, but... Uh, definitely unlike the other ones, which were crystal clear, like water, uh, although one had a slight hint of color to it. This one is definitely colored. Almost looks like it's got like rose water in it or something. What are you getting on the nose? I love we're sniffing these like fine wines and it's 
friggin' hard seltzer in a can. It smells like cucumber. It does smell like cucumber. You get a whole different flavor, though. Whoa, that was a reaction. Don't spit it out. <laughs> what the hell is this? Again, none of these people sponsored us. Never donated. Nothing. We just, I just bought some at the store because I wanted a variety. <laughs> you look like you're trying to, like, sample cough syrups right now. That's what it tastes like. I do like the pinky up while you're tasting at the little sampling glass. I'm double jointed in my pinkies, and it's really hard for me to straighten them. I have to work very hard, so my pinkies are always up well, when I drink things. I'm sampling this one out of my teeny tiny little mug I got from uh, the Beer 30 bike what ride. What the hell is this? <laughs> my cup? or No. The... Well, let me talk about my Beer 30 mug. So it looks like a little tiny coffee cup I'm not gonna drink with the logo uh, with my thing in there. So yeah, my pinky can go up while I sip this. It's like I'm having a little tea party with this giant, this little thing. You, you and kid number four could do that during the day while I'm... Yeah, I'm going to have kid four sample. Mm -hmm. uh, this, and in this case, I'm kidding, by the way, if you don't know. This is called Social. It is a sparkling wine, unlike the sparkling seltzers. It's actually a sparkling sake. No wonder I don't like it. <laughs> it's organic and gluten-free. This flavor is hibiscus cucumber. That explains the cucumber smell. It, and it's even USDA certified organic. It is 88 calories. Uh, but before you get all excited, it's actually only 10 ounces in this can. Did they stamp it with the USDA? It is four stamp? carbs. So it's more carbs, less calories, but it's also smaller. Did you pick this because it had the hibiscus on it and you thought I would like it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Actually, when I grabbed it, I thought it was a uh, hibiscus cucumber um, hard seltzer. <laughs> Did not realize it was a sparkling sake. I'm all done drinking it. Okay. My glass. Well, is then we can full. give it to kid four. No, we cannot. A kidding again. Anyone who's listening in and not getting thinking we're kidding. <laughs> um. Yeah. I yeah anything? Else? Are you getting the hibiscus? No, I don't taste hibiscus at all. Are you I getting taste the cucumber? cucumber? Are you yeah. getting the sake? I didn't recognize it as a sake, but... Um, I'm totally getting the sake. I mean, this. after you said it, I could see where it would be a sake. Oh, by the way, it's only 4% alcohol by volume. No, that's just a sad... It's not sucking it to you? It's not. And if it's going to taste like that, it needs to be potent. 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 It's not impotent? Mm-mm. Not impotent enough to drink again? Luckily, I only bought one can of this. That's good, because... <laughs> Unlike the high noon where I got a, a case. That's a... Uh... Unfortunate there. I, I know. I think I nailed it perfectly because the high noon, I got a case of it and you like that one. That was good. The social, not winning you over. No. But if you're a sake sorry. fan on the go and, you know, looking to go out on a picnic or a bike ride or something, I mean, it's, it's you're an craving interesting, some sake. It's an interesting flavor combination. I, I do wish, can you taste the hibiscus in it? Yeah, it's, it's subtle. Uh, okay. It's not like when I do my hibiscus cooler. That I can taste the hibiscus in, and that is delicious. Well, yeah, but I infuse that vodka with a lot of. I know it sits tea. for what an hour or two. Uh, at least ten minutes, but uh, usually I let it go for a half hour. An yeah, hour. it's it's really good. Um, but this, I don't get any hints of hibiscus, and that's sad. Yes, yeah, so but it is very cucumbery. So if you like cucumbers, maybe you'll like this. I don't know. I I don't like it. It's also the shortest can. <laughs> of the bunch right, do you have something against short cans no i don't know how you can interpret that thing and i know there's many ways that probably going be wrong. into a very weird area it is going Let's very weird maybe but not go with it no but it's like 
now I'm kind of lost. Like, what does that even mean? I'm so just many pointing things. out that it is the shortest can in the row of cans that you have on that the table. That is quite the critical, critical review there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty can. It's got a When it comes to cans, it. they just don't measure up. They're shorter. It also has uh, less volume because it's a 10-ounce versus the 12-ounce ones next to it. Oh, no. They could have made it taller. It would have been skinnier then. Or they so could have they added the two more ounces to it. still add the same amount of liquid to it, even if it were taller. It just would have also been skinnier. It's fine. <laughs> but then the the new koozie industry that's making the koozie cans that or koozie what? holders that go on the skinny cans for all your hard seltzers would have to make yet another size. <clears throat> you know what? What's that? If all of the off brands can make different phone chargers every time Apple comes out with a new funky looking phone charger, then so can the can, so can the can koozie people. Yay. You ready for your question? Uh-huh. So we're heading into fall, which means winter is around the corner eventually. No. What is your favorite outdoor aerobic activity? In the winter? Word. Sleeping in my bed? That's not outdoor, unless we're going some sort of weird glamping. We're for sure not doing Klondiking. that. <laughs> Klondiking. I haven't gone Klondiking winter. since I was a kid. No, I don't exercise in the winter. This is not a good question for me. You do exercise in the winter, not outdoors. No, I don't. Wait, do you want me to exer- tell you what I like to do Listen, for exercise outdoors or indoors? Outdoors, in the winter. <laughs> I don't exercise All outdoors. right, in the winter, in general, in any setting. I get on the treadmill. That's pretty much all I'm left with because I don't have a bike trainer. If I had a bike trainer, I would be on my bike in the winter. You have snowshoes in the garage. They suck. Have you ever been... Actually, they're really nice snowshoes. They are really nice snowshoes. And we they just work haven't great. had enough snow you to know make what? it worth it. No, it's not that. It's that I hate the snow. We live okay. in this state and I hate the snow. And you know this about me. It hasn't been a secret ever. What about cross-country skiing? No. I would you ever go walking out in the snow? No. Like for a walk, like around the neighborhood? Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. What about a run? No. You know why? Because I don't like to be cold. It hurts my bones. What about sledding? We live near dunes. It's like an amusement. It's like almost like a luge run because you go up and down both sides. It's not just down a hill and back up, down a hill and back up. So I like like sledding. The problem is that it's so cold that it actually... It hurts, hurts your face. It hurts Why my, do we live in a place that no, hurts our faces? No, it hurts faces? my bones. I think that I have Raynaud's syndrome. It's an oh my autoimmune. <laughs> it is. This is a real thing. I know it's a real thing. I don't know if it's a real thing for you. I think that it is because my fingers swell up now and I get really cold and that's like a problem. Um, I think so, you have WebMD syndrome. No, I don't. <laughs> you've, you've contracted the You think the that Google? I'm imagining my thumb swelling up every time I touch it to something cold? Yeah, I do. No, <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> I think uh, I think you're playing on Google a little bit too much late at night. I'm not doing that. And you know that I'm not because I fall asleep at 9 o'clock at night. I think you have Raynard's syndrome and some sort of cancer because it all comes back to cancer. cancer. Every time you come back to WebMD and self-diagnose, it's something. It's not. That's why every physician, every specialist says, get off the internet. That's not true. One of them actually told us, you should Google that to find out more about it because I don't want to tell you about it in person. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe kind of think, like, have you not bothered to Google it yet and tell us about it? <laughs> 
why are we paying you so much yeah, for you to like, like do I make us do the work? To cut this person up that I love after you just told me to Google this <laughs> instead of explaining it to me. I almost wanted to send them the uh, the site. Let me Google that for you, where you type in the thing and it sends it to them and explains how to use Google. I was I was honestly shocked when he said that. I was like, you are literally the first doctor that has ever told me to Google a medical thing. Every other doctor has told me no, no, no. You must stay off the Google. Don't do it. Doc, give it to me straight. What are my chances of survival? <laughs> Google it. it. <laughs> Google it. I will drink that other one, but not that one. <laughs> this one? Here yeah. you go. There's more in that giant can, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was our ta- two tasting flights. And I think that's enough of the tasting flights tonight. But this is definitely worth replicating, along with the oddball questions. Not our normal episode, but hey, it's been not been our normal week. It's not been the normal year. <laughs> Uh, but definitely not the normal week within our series. By the way, this is our 30th episode. Oh, that's exciting. It is. So if we were going to do something oddball and out of the ordinary, this is the episode. <laughs> but one thing that is ordinary for us is going over the champions for the Red Arrow Challenge. So let's do that. All right. Red Arrow Challenge is our virtual challenge. It's a virtual multi-sport challenge where you can compete in any of the different athletic disciplines or in our composite points. We don't. We have more than just the usual triathlon of swim, bike, run. We have all sorts of stuff. You go, you can compete cumulatively, you can compete by the week. And at the end of the week, uh, we put our leaderboards up on our website in our blog section under news. And we also like to give kudos to those weekly challenge our champions in each age category across the different disciplines. And that's what we're going to do right now. So for the most recent week. Swimming. Not a lot of swimming going on, but we are heading into fall. 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305 was on top. 30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Jesse's Girl. And that was it. Running. Nine and under. Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19. Lucky Dude. 20 to 29. Lexi. 30 to 39. Wildcat. 40 to 49. Coach T. 50 to 59. A.R. Miller. And into the featured members, it was me. Ooh. Yeah. Walking. Nine and under was Yellow Ninja yet again. 10 to 19. Soleil. 20 to 29. Smytha. 30 to 39. Mrs. Coach. 40 to 49. Vinomia. And in the featured members, it was you. Yay, me. Biking on road. Not a whole lot here. 20 to 29, H. Keener 305, 30 to 39, Cyclopath. Biking off road. Also looking a little thin. 20 to 29, Smytha and Super Mario tied. No 30 to 39 year olds, but 40 to 49, Cyclone. Sit down paddling. Also looking a little thin. 40 to 49 was a tie. Sarah 906 and Tim 906. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. Stand up paddling. 20 to 29 was Gator Boy. 30 to 39, nobody. But 40 to 49 was again a tie between Sarah 906 and Tim 906. Cross country skiing. It was the usual suspects at 40 to 49, L. Tiburon 95. And 50 to 59, Big Juan 64. Skating. 20 to 29, Lexi. 40 to 49, Great Juan. Hockey. Oh, it warms my heart to see all the hockey in here. Not as much as we've had in previous weeks, but 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Lexi. 
30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Coach T. And for the featured members, me. <gasps> Shocking. Points. So for our cumulative points, 9 to and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305. 30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. No one out of the 60 to 69 uh, participated this week, or the 70 to 79, or the 80 to 89, or the 90 to 99 and up. But out of our featured members, which is you and me, mm-hmm. I beat you once again. Shocking. I know. It's been rough. If you want to participate, go to our website or even go to our Instagram. Instagram. It's fun. All the links are there, but you can go to our site, sign up, get a username, a handle, and it's free. It's absolutely mm-hmm. free along with all our other virtual races that we're going to talk about next week. Yay! But for this week, this has been fun, but it's been two flights of alcohol now, especially one of them was whiskey, and this other one was hard seltzer. Uh, and we need to, like... Be parents? Be parents, call it a night. And also, probably tomorrow, we'll do some more workout. Probably. Probably. So it was a lot of calories. Yeah, it was. Uh, and w- this is about health, wellness, and balance. So, for now, this has been another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. Until next time. Bye. Bye.